Well, hello, and welcome to the Plumbing Marketing Profits Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, on this podcast, we bring the best ideas, strategies, and techniques for most effectively marketing your plumbing business. And on today's episode, I want to recap and kind of take some of the high points from our interview with Philip Marisi of The Clean Plumbers, kind of dissect it a little bit and bring the high points to the fore so that you can take the knowledge, take the expertise, and start to implement it in your business. If you didn't catch that interview, you can go to plumbingmarketingprofits.com. Along the left side there, you'll see a link to that interview. You can also subscribe to the podcast there at plumbingmarketingprofits.com, either on the whole page or on the subscribe page, so that you'll receive an email as new interviews are being posted. So in our conversation with Philip, and just to recap, he is a, a plumbing contractor in the South Florida market that grew, grew his business from zero to over $2 million in year in revenue and is profitably running a business in today's economy. And he does that by running a great business and also by effectively marketing himself and managing his lead flow, getting inbound calls, getting new customers on an ongoing basis. And so I want to just kind of recap, based on our conversation, what I thought were the most important things he brought to the, to the table. And when we look at marketing your plumbing business, with any marketing, we have to look at the three pillars of effective marketing. And those three pillars are market, message, and medium. And of course, market is, who is your customer? How do you get in touch with them? What are their demographics? What kind of people are they? What are their challenges? What are their needs? What are their desires? That's your market. That's the who. The message is your unique selling proposition. What you do specifically that would make them choose you over anybody else. That's your message. And then medium is how you reach those people with that message. So that's yellow pages, direct mail, signs on your truck, and everything in between. And so Philip did some homework early in his, in his business life to figure out who his ideal customer was. He's not as broad as to say anybody in the Tampa market is my ideal customer. That's too broad. That's not going to get you anywhere because you won't be able to craft a message that, that's compelling to that market. He identified that his ideal customers are homeowners between the ages of 35 and 55 that own a home in the medium to high income range. So he knows that's his ideal customer. And with that, he can develop a message that resonates with them. And obviously the name of his company is The Clean Plumbers. So he identified what is it that most people have an issue with when they're hiring a plumber? What, what are their concerns? What are the things that they don't want to have to deal with? Especially that target demographic. That target demographic, homeowners between 35 and 55 that are in the medium to high income range, aren't as concerned with the lowest price as they are concerned with having somebody come in, get the job done in a timely manner, and not leave a mess. So he obviously identified that a lot of people are concerned with the mess that a plumber will leave. You know, the, the stereotypical plumber with their dirty shirt and their crack hanging out 
is not what he wants to position himself as. He's positioned himself as the clean plumbers, the ones with the bubbles on their truck. And that was what he did. He branded his whole company around that notion. Now, that is a trademark name, not something that anybody can use, but the concept remains the same. The concept is you need to figure out what challenges and what issues do people have when choosing you for your services, especially those people you've identified as your target market, and how do you meet those needs? He took it, obviously, several steps beyond that as well, in that if you look on his marketing materials, at his website, at the whole experience he delivers for his customers, you'll see that he has positioned himself with Philip Morisi, the clean plumbers, we do plumbing different and better, and here's how. And he lists out all of the specific things he does, down to making sure that she's gonna show up on time with booties on, on the feet to avoid dirtiness in the, in the building, even to offering his cell phone number in the back of the invoice. And, and there's a lot of other things he does. But this whole notion of message is a lot more than just, hey, we guarantee to be the cheapest in town and you know we're great. You have to put together a compelling reason they would want to choose you. Um, the MYM market, aka uh, MYM online, Rick from that company has a great program and he talks about the whole purpose of marketing is to position yourself in such a way that the customer would have to be a fool to do a business with anybody other than you regardless of price. I think Philip's done this in a really nice way. Positioning himself as the clean plumber and ex expressively explaining why he's better and different than 99% of the other plumbers in that marketplace. And that's one of the reasons he's doing so well. And so if you look at that, you've got market, you've got message. Now we can start to look at medium. And medium is all of the different strategic or tactical marketing avenues. Yellow pages, direct mail, billboards, radio ads, TV. And when I tell people I'm hosting a podcast that interviews plumbing contractors on the ideas, strategies, and techniques that are working in today's economy, their mind goes straight to medium. They think immediately, okay, what are the what are the tactical marketing avenues? Is direct mail the right way to do it? Is TV the right way to do it? And they don't even think of the other two really important pillars of marketing, which is, like we talked about, knowing your market and crafting your message. But the reality is, in the absence of those two pillars, you don't have a marketing plan. You just have a couple of weak tactics. If you think of it like a tripod, if you, if you put a tripod out, the thing that makes it stand is all three legs. If you take out any of the three legs, the tripod will fall. So that's the, uh, the marketing fundamentals, that are the, the three, three pillars of marketing. If you lose any of the three, so even if you did have a great message and a great market, but you didn't use any of the proper mediums, you'd fail. So you need to make sure when you're thinking about marketing your plumbing business that you're thinking of all three pillars so that you can really position yourself for success. So let's talk about medium. Where does he reach his customers and what is driving the inbound leads which are helping him grow and, and maintain his business? Well, he said that he still does Yellow Pages. While it has declined significantly in the last couple of years, the effectiveness of it 
there's still a return on investment to be had in the Yellow Pages if you've got the right message. And part of his target market being those 35 to 55-year-old uh, consumers are still going to the Yellow Pages to some extent. And he still gets business there and he still claims to have a large ad. And part of that, you know, part of the benefit of that is with all of the noise about the Yellow Pages being dead and people no longer going to the Yellow Pages, it's created an opportunity for him. His competitors are no longer advertising there, so the Yellow Pages has more inventory. And if you think about supply and demand, more inventory, less demand, all of a sudden you can get a much better rate. And so he's saying that he now gets full page ads for a fraction of the cost that he used to have for that same exact advertising. Obviously talked a little bit about internet marketing and the fact that there's been a transition from offline to online. And he's found that being placed well on the search engines, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, uh, both in organic and pay-per-click, is a big proponent of his business. And I happen to know he does get a lot of business directly via those channels. The other internet marketing play he talked a bit about was Angie's List and Yelp.com for aggregating reviews, for attracting the right kind of customer. He has a lot of reviews on Angie's List. He's got the Super Service Award, and people love him on Angie's List. And I will say, based on my interviews with Philip Marisi and other plumbing contractors that are doing extremely well, they have tapped into the power of Angie's List. And if you're not familiar, go to Angie'sList.com. It's a list of qualified contractors. People pay a service fee in order to gain access to Angie's List because they want to be able to find good qualified contractors and read the reviews from other people that are concerned about quality. The beauty of it is the best customers, the ones that aren't going to be finicky about price but are more concerned with quality, tend to be willing to pay a premium, uh, a monthly or an, I mean an annual Angie's List fee, in order to be able to get to those qualified contractors. They know it will save them time, money, and effort by selecting from a good pool of potential candidates to do their to do their services. So being in Angie's List and having a quantity of quality reviews is a great way to position yourself and get good business. Now, he also talked about the power of wrapping his trucks, having clear messaging on those trucks. That helps to brand them in his marketplace as his trucks are driving all over the Tampa Bay area. People see the clean plumbers. And then when they go online, they find the clean plumbers. If they go to the yellow pages, they find the clean plumbers, all with the same message. You know, the, the ones with the bubbles on the truck that are going to come out, be professional, be clean, be on time. And that's, you know, really managing his entire marketing message. Now, he talked about when he started, it was a matter of yellow pages, making sure you're showing up when people are looking for you. But then he also talked about the importance of branding. And as he's grown and as he's expanded, as he's got excess budget, and he talked about budget and the necessity to allocate some percentage of your revenue back to marketing so you can continue to grow, the number he used was 10%. So if you think about that, if you're doing right now $500,000 per year in revenue and you set aside 10%, well, that gives you $50,000 per year to invest in marketing yourself. But the key is, as your company grows, as you go to 750 and to a million, 
Well, now your budget increases. And so you can be more aggressive in connecting with your customers that are looking for you and continue to grow the business. That's how organizations grow, by having money to strategically spend to remain top of mind with your customers. And as he grew his budget, he realized, hey, you know, there are some broader branding type of things that I can do. And he talked about the fact that he tried radio and that he did some TV. Uh, He finds that right now, and this may change as the elections are in play, and all of the politicians are wanting to buy these, you know, excess TV time, uh, he does spend money in cable ads because he finds it to be low cost, high touch, and it helps to remain top of mind. The other thing he mentioned was using the newspapers, and he puts a sticker on the outside of the newspapers and circulates that in his marketplace. Again, that's a branding play. So when people see his trucks and then they see him in the newspaper and then they see a TV ad about him and then they go to the yellow page and they find a full page ad and then they search Tampa Plumber and here he is in the paid and organic section. He has positioned himself as a predominant player in that market and that's why he's able to run the type of business that he runs. So he's got a very comprehensive marketing mix. He's not just doing internet or he's not just doing yellow pages or he's not just doing... Uh, newspaper, he's doing a variety of things that result in a culmination that help him to be as effective and profitable as possible. Now, one thing Philip wanted to mention, I guess we didn't get to it on the call, but he did mention it afterwards, was, hey, I want to make sure people know I don't consider myself to have arrived. While I'm doing well, I'm constantly growing, I'm constantly learning. Certainly not the biggest or the most profitable plumbing company out there. I'm doing well, I've run a great business and I have a profitable lifestyle, but I'm not, I don't consider myself to be a guru or anything of those means. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that on this recap. The other thing that Philip mentioned, and I think it's important to, to really go back and talk about in more depth, is he's, he's constantly growing and learning and picking up tidbits that are going to help him be more effective in his marketing. I imagine you're doing the same because if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you're looking for ideas, you're looking for techniques. And so continue to do that. Continue to figure out what you need to do, what you need to learn in order to take yourself to that next level. He mentioned three organizations that he was a part of that helped him to really improve his business and take it to that next level. The first one he mentioned was QSC. QSC is a division of the PHCC for quality service contractors, and it trains you how to run an effective business, how to know your numbers and be profitable, how to market yourself, a lot of different things. So that's QSC, something you should definitely look into. The other thing he mentioned was The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, and if you haven't read The E-Myth Revisited by the author Michael Gerber, I would suggest go to your library uh, go to Amazon.com and get your hands on that book and listen and read it. If you're like me and you like to learn audibly, you could go to a place called Audible.com and you can download an audio version of the book and listen to it as you drive. Really good information about how you can systematize your business so that you don't have to run it. You know, one thing I noticed about Philip and I was so impressed by is he's got, he's got a camper and he's able to travel around the country while running his business. So that's what you want to do. You want to systematize your business so that you can have freedom to live your life. And he also mentioned Plumbing Success International, which is another 
business, plumbing business training organization. So great ideas, great strategies, great techniques. If you want more, if you haven't listened, first of all, to that interview with Philip Marisi, I suggest you go to plumbingmarketingprofits.com and find the link and listen to it. You have a couple options for how to listen to these interviews. You can listen to it right on the website, or if you have an iPhone or an iPad or an Android, you can download the MP3 files or listen to it through iTunes, and you'll get links to all of those directly on plumbingmarketingprofits.com. I'd also encourage you to subscribe, because we're going to be interviewing plumbing contractors throughout the United States, picking their brain, getting their ideas, so if you want to be alerted as new, new episodes or new podcasts are recorded, you can go to plumbingmarketingprofits.com and subscribe there. So thanks for your time, and I hope that you get value out of this. The only thing I ask in return, if you're listening to these and you think they're good, you think they're powerful, take a few seconds, wherever you're listening to it, and write a comment. If it's on my website, go to the bottom. There's a comment section. Put your comments. If you're listening on iTunes, scroll to the bottom of iTunes and write a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll talk to you again soon.